Episode 29 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. It's a go. <laughs> <laughs> it is. We are still here. It's just Steve and I on this episode. Yeah. El Clasico. Episode of Clasico. Given yes. the, given the uh, guest host a rest, you know. That's true. They've been coming around a whole lot lately. Right. And they're going to have to come around a whole lot more. We're, we're also going to be leaning on them pretty heavy, hopefully, maybe, possibly. We as, are. As holiday programming comes around and we, are. we get extra lazy. <laughs> Giving them a breather before the final stretch through Christmas and that. Get yeah. through the new year. Then we get into the dark depths that is winter. Hurrah. <sighs> yes. I know that's your time of year. That's, yes. that's hibernation plus for you. Absolutely. This is this is all of my time of year. <laughs> Living in the dark, <laughs> creeping around. Not for me. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I'll I'll take sundown at nine o'clock, please, and thank you. <laughs> I like my shorts. <laughs> I do. I do. It's true. Shorts and t-shirts. Sign me up. I'll still drink the stouts. Well, hey, we're recording in December. I know. And I'm still wearing shorts, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's always that one kid in high school. Yeah. Always wore kid. shorts. <laughs> yeah, the fat kid. <laughs> Need ventilated. Yeah. It's like, I'm fat. I don't get as cold as quick. <laughs> it's simple. Simple. <laughs> it's physics. That's the way things are. Uh, it, well, to be fair, even in adulthood, there's still people like that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about beer. Hell yeah. And we just got through one holiday. We're bridging into another holiday. Yes. But the treats just keep on rolling. That's right. Never stop the treats, especially around this time. Yeah. Never stop. <laughs> <laughs> Never stop not stopping. Yeah. So this week, I came across a, a variety pack. Okay. And the variety pack was at an iggle, and somebody had broken the variety pack into the mix and match. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I want to buy that variety pack, but I don't want to spend $17 on it. Oh, hey, wait, I can get four of them. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. And now I don't have to fill my fridge with a bunch of <laughs> beer that I didn't necessarily know that I wanted or not. Yeah, but you're running probably max capacity right now anyways. Yeah. I'm very full. I'm very after abjuration weekend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we also got some lovely new Glarus from Michael Keener. Yes. Shout, shout out to him. Thank you very much. Yes. Your T-shirts in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. And then I also found this fucking beer. And then I also found beer that I had hidden on myself. Oh, so you, yeah, you're unpacking all the acorns that you squirreled away. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. And I go, oh, shiz. I can't, I can't fit any of this. I got more. Yeah. It just keeps going. But yes, I, I, I still sprung and I picked up the, the O'Fallon has released a cookie variety pack. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, was it in the dark blue tin? Uh, no. Okay. No, but I think the box might have kind of looked like a cookie tin. I can I can see that. Yeah, I gotta think back. All right, but yeah, it, it, I think it actually was looking like a cookie tin. Nice, but yeah, O'Fallon's. Uh, for those people who know or may not know, we've we've talked about them in the past. We've had them on the show in the past. They're mm -hmm. that wonderful brewery out of St. Louis, and they're most well known, I would say, in this area for like their pumpkin ale, yes, and the chocolate covered cherry that they put out. Mm -hmm. 
and but also like the O'Fallon Weech. A lot of people like that. Weeches. It's on a lot of people's minds. Yeah, yeah. But so we're gonna dig into some cookies. Yeah, we're gonna do all O'Fallons this week, and it's all cookies. <laughs> and we're doing three of the four variety pack because <laughs> it's Fatty Boy Month. Hell yes. <laughs> we're just gonna keep right on rolling. Yes. <laughs> and we will be drinking the biscuit counter. The biscuit counter? Yeah. Well, we can't say drink the cookie table. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's not ours. <laughs> no, it's not. Nor should it be. So we'll we'll default to the British biscuit. <laughs> yes. The biscuits. Yes. We'll be drinking the biscuit counter. All right. Let's get our pinkies out. What's yep. the first one in our foray? So the first one is uh, in partnership with a, a supposedly, I guess, a very famous St. Louis cookie company. Uh, it is the O'Fallon's Dad's Original Oatmeal Stout. Oh, and so okay. it is, uh, you know, meant to copy Dad's original oatmeal cookies. So I guess that Dad's is not a root beer company out that way. It's a cookie company. It can be both. <laughs> it could be both, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they don't get Dad's root beer out there. Well, that's a damn shame. Yeah, that sorry for sucking St. Louis. That's a uh, you know that's Fago territory. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it can't be A&W and it can't be Mug because that's nationwide. Right. Yeah. Those those have permeated. Yeah. I don't know. Is Barks? I feel like Barks. That's a Coke product. I thought it? Barks was a Dr. Pepper unit. Maybe. Yeah, it's one of those two. It's got to be. It's national. So it's it's got to be big enough, yeah. too. And then there's Mug. Poor little Mug. Yeah. Mug's okay. Exactly. Exactly. When it comes to root beers, Mug's, Mug's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Barks got bite, yo. <laughs> Barks does have bite. But we're not doing rippers. We're doing Fallon's Dad's Original Oatmeal Cookie. It is 5.9 on the ABV and 14 on the IBUs. I like those numbers. Those are good numbers. Yeah. So is this a, what kind of beer was this? Is this a stout? stout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a a pretty standard oatmeal stout. I feel like this is the one where you should start with. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, this is the one I think they've been making for a long time. Yeah. As well as, I think it's going to be the most... Not bell and whistle goofy. Right. This is one we can uh, ease into the biscuit water. Right. So to speak. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, in general, it's supposed to be just a velvety smooth stout with chocolate, cinnamon, caramel, oat, raisin, and vanilla. Okay. Kind of tastes. And it's got that lactose, too. All right. Very good. Let's pour it up. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. We've got our first cookie beer poured up of the evening. My oat. Ophelins. 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 Hey, it's a stout. It, but you know what? It smells like a classic stout. Yeah, it really does. It's a, it's an old style. Not old style. Not old style. An old style stout. Old world. There you go. Sure. <laughs> wow. I enjoy that. That's, that is surprising. In what way, Steve? In what way? Well, like in a good way, but. Like you were saying, it smells like an older style of stout because, like, oatmeal stout is one of the 10 beers you had to choose from back in 2007. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. So I expected something just more kind of flat and base. And this is not that. There's a lot of cinnamon and raisin in there. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can I can detect a little bit of the lactose kind of smoothing everything out as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is a lot creamier. Mm-hmm. than those old 2007 stouts. <laughs> <sighs> Two more years, those 2007 stouts can drive a car, Steve. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? 
That was me. I don't care. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was me not caring. So I just make a car noise. You just meet meeped. Yeah, you make a car noise. <laughs> Our audience is not 16 months old, Steve. I'm not. I'm not a person who gets we don't a- beep beep at them and pat them on the head and send them on their way. You sure we don't? <laughs> All right, tell me what we do. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Just, I'm not a person who gets I don't know flustered by the, the fact of my impending doom via age. <laughs> Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm already obsolete. I don't care. We're all obsolete. Yeah. If you're listening to this show, you're obsolete. Don't say that. Mm. I think I think we got a couple young listeners out there. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, what do you consider young? Because that's the other question. Well, I, I think obsolescence comes in at 34. Really? Yeah. I was going to say 28. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. That, that's when, that's when, because no, because why would Forbes have 30 under 30? So, because only old people buy magazines. They're online and they're like junk garbage anyway anymore, Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> but still, they're 30 under 30 means that you still have like a youth and like there's people that can still make moves. So you're saying those people are, it's surprising if they have gray hair? Right, right. And you're saying like 28 is like when obsolescence comes around. Mm-hmm. Then like the fucking singer of Sublime. Yeah. He just went out when he was 28. <laughs> well, you looked at 27 club. No, he, he passed it. He lived the 28. All right. Well, <laughs> so he's not in the 27 club he's because not. he's not actually that talented. Ooh, sublime sucks. <laughs> I actually like sublime. <laughs> I, I, oh, okay. I apologize for having the wrong opinion. Apparently. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. But my, my thought is. If you're 28 and you haven't already made a name for yourself, mm-hmm. especially I'm kind of looking at it a lot of ways in the sports world. Yeah. If you're 28 and nobody knows who you are, no one will ever know who you are. Okay, fair enough. With, for In your field. Yeah, with, with regard to sports, sure. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, other fields get a little more expanded. Okay, that's Mathematics, fair. usually right. you'll get into your 40s before somebody knows who you are. Has heard of you. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, but I, I just look at it at thirty four because like eighteen to thirty four. That's the that's the money market. That's that where, is true. That's that when is, people have disposable income, and that's when corporations care about getting your money. That's when when commerce keys in on you. Right. We are no longer in that demographic. Right. Because people our age either have kids or are supposed to have kids mm-hmm. and spend their money on their kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we got Gerber money now. Or we're old and set in our ways at this point, and we don't care about what's new, i.e. seltzer. <laughs> and and that's also part of it, because I may not even know what's new. Because mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't go seek it out. Right. I'm not in the know. I'm right, not, you're not out, you know. You're not on TikTok, so you're not plugged in. No, what? the hell with TikTok. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't care about TikTok one way or another. That's how old I am. Exactly. I am completely ambivalent <laughs> to it. You don't even know what the next thing is. Do you? Nope. See? Yeah. You're old. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and you know what? When it comes around, good for them. Yeah. I hope people have fun on it. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I, I do appreciate there, there, is an Instagram, uh, there is an Instagram account I follow. Okay. Called uh, Mr. Clavicles. All right, and he's like he's a he's a fan of uh, you know Tom Segura and everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but his whole account is collating all the fucked up stuff off of TikTok. Oh, and then putting it into his stories on Instagram. Oh, okay. That way, it's a lot easier. You know, it's just like a quick poop. 
thing. Yeah, all right. You know, you're taking a poop and you just watch terrible people be terrible. Mm -hmm. And then you go about your day. Okay, (laughs) all right. There there is something to be said about, you know, filtering all the garbage out. Yeah, there's something to be said for aggregators. Yes. (laughs) And that's what he is. Uh, To to be fair, uh, on Reddit, the subreddit, TikTok Cringe. Yeah. Is good for that sort of thing. Yeah. TikTok cringe, public freak out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all the same kind of, I just need a hub for fucked up stuff. Right. And then I can go about my day. <laughs> That's right. Let, you know, let the people at large tell me what's good and what's not good. Indeed. Because, no, Indeed doesn't have any TikTok. <laughs> Does not. Indeed has a lot of broken dreams <laughs> and unanswered emails. <laughs> Steve, there's a lot of broken dreams no matter website, what website you go to. I know, but Indeed, I don't pay attention no more. I'll give them the time of day. <laughs> just won't even. That's why the phone ain't ringing. That's right. Just don't even. But, yeah. Uh, something good, though. Yes. This beer. This beer. This beer is good. I'm jo- I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, again, it's only 5.9%, so yeah. pretty easy to put down. And it's not overly sweet, either. It doesn't, uh, no, and it's, it's not obnoxious in its way. No. It's just sort of, you know, goes about its business. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just more taken aback by the, how good the cinnamon and raisin flavor is on it. That's all. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah, works really well. Tastes like a real, a well-made oatmeal cookie. So yeah. there you go. Something else that's good. Mm-hmm. News, mm-hmm. notes, and neat. News, notes, and neat. We got a bunch. <laughs> it has been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, big news stories, obviously, and we'll touch on them just because mm-hmm. everybody else has. But if you've been paying attention to breweries in PA or any other Instagram sites or just, I don't know, it's been all over Pittsburgh news, but we have two breweries closing. However, two breweries are taking their place. That's right. So good and bad, bittersweet, as some people would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although to be said, uh, two breweries closing is a bit of a misnomer. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a little foggy. It's it not, is. So it's let's just go one by one. Yes. So the one that's first one that's closing is couch. Huh. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. sad. It is sad. Sad. A lot of good times. Um the people there are great as well. Mm. I think this is more of a decision to close rather than being forced to close. Correct. I don't believe this is purely on a financial basis. Yeah. Again, that is conjecture and speculation on my part. Right. I don't I, know any inside details on that. <laughs> I I can't completely speak for Darren, but I think he was looking mm-hmm. to looking for another solution. But yes. I can't I can't completely speak for him. And maybe we'll be able to get him on uh, for holiday programming. And if he wants to talk about it, he can. If not, we'll just sit around and drink beer with him. Yeah. That's cool too. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. But uh, yeah, couch is going to close, and they're going to run basically a twelve days of Christmas event mm-hmm. to empty their kegs. And make room and make way. Uh, their official close date will be uh, Sunday, December 19th. Mm-hmm. A week before Christmas. Yeah. So check uh, check calendars for that, though. Like what their open times are, because uh, they're doing like uh, private events mm-hmm. throughout that. But yeah, they're, they're going to you know close up shop, move on, and make way for Tortured Souls Brewery. Yes. Which is a... Um, which is Scott and Angela Wyman. Why do those names sound familiar? I don't know. <laughs> okay. They just do. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they they sound like pretty average names to me, so <laughs> maybe that's why they sound familiar. But Maybe I'm thinking of Scott Wyland? Maybe. 
Yeah. That's you th- be you're it. thinking about STP again. I am. You love your 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Think about Sublime and STP. Can't get over it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I want to go fight some foos here in a minute. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Scott and Angela, they've been interested in the craft beer world and mm-hmm. they've been kind of touching on the idea of getting into a brewery and this opportunity arose because as i said darren was looking to pass the his brewery on so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a turnkey operation they'll be able to keep everything that couch had built yes um the interesting thing is they had already kind of been working in collaboration with couch so uh if you went to the big pour you may have seen Tortured Souls at the Big Pour mm-hmm. with Couch as they brewed up a one of their beers, the Endless Void, a black IPA. That's right up your alley. Yes. <laughs> yes, they, they're already winning fans in me. <laughs> their, their whole theme is very spooky. <laughs> and then they have a black IPA called the Endless Void. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. wheelhouse. Right. Right there. Yeah. It, I mean... It might just be a theft of mine. <laughs> They've been listening to the show. Yeah. They're, they understand. Right. They understand they Steve. Yeah. But yeah, in general, you know, a lot of their beers seem to be spooky themed and their whole thing seems to be spooky themed. So I don't know. Maybe couch will look a little bit like, um, oh, what's the bar? Jekyll and Hyde's? Jekyll and Hyde's down on the south side yeah. flats. Yeah, maybe they maybe they make it a little, a little Jekyll and Hyde themed kind of tap room. Maybe they make a flaming Dr Pepper beer. Maybe they do that too, or maybe they just make flaming Dr Peppers. Hint, hint. Yeah, not so subtle. Hint, hint. <laughs> I think I think Couch had a liquor license as well, didn't they? Uh, I think so. So yeah, maybe they could sell you know flaming Dr Peppers alongside their beers. Should, well, I mean, we've had Dr Pepper beer before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would like to see that continue. Yeah, I'd like to see somebody try that again. In a can. <laughs> in my hand. Somebody try that. <laughs> in my living room. But, yeah, uh, best of luck to them. Yes. I know, um, I don't think there's, I didn't find an official date of when Tortured Souls is going to officially open or take over. I assume, obviously, 2022. Right. We'll say early 2022. Yeah. That's, that's you know, a couple of months span. Right. <laughs> to get the red tape cut down and everything. Yeah. So, get the lines clean, get fresh beers in there. You've got till April. <laughs> we'll say April 15th. Yeah. <laughs> Tax day. <laughs> yeah. Don't make liars out of us. That's right. <laughs> They're not even open. We're already giving them <laughs> subtle threats. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> it's important to keep these breweries in line. Welcome to Pittsburgh Craft Beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then also, you know, uh, best of luck to Darren and whatever his future endeavors are. Yes. Yeah, he he was a he was a really fun dude to hang out with, and mm-hmm. he's a really cool guy. And, I have a beer with him anytime. Yeah, yeah, and just you know, a nice person all around, and he created a very welcoming space in Couch. Yes, so I wouldn't be surprised to see that continue on. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost has to because I wouldn't want to move all those couches out of there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you clear all that space out to put in those shit stools right. that everybody hates? <laughs> Couches are already broken in, comfortable, ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> the bingo board is there. Yeah, just drape, just drape some spooky sheets over them, like some ghosts, <laughs> ghost couches. Yeah, ghost couches. <laughs> now you got a haunted brewery. Ooh, <laughs> flaming Dr Pepper beers. That's right. So, yeah, best of luck with that. That's yes. one of the breweries. The other one is a real bigger. Uh, just been around for a long time, like kind of uh, OG ish. Yeah. 
of, I would say, the second wave. I would agree with that. I would even say they're the beginning of the second wave. Yeah, yeah. They're like beginning of the second wave because Roundabout is the other brewery and they opened 2013. Mm-hmm. So that puts them a little bit ahead of Grist House, I think. I think Grist House is 2014 yes. when they opened. So yeah, they're they're a very early on brewery. Uh, they opened up right down in Lawrenceville area, not too far from Hop Farm, mm-hmm. who is also one of those kind of OG new craft beer breweries. Yes. I guess when we're talking like first wave, we're th- we're always thinking of Penn and Church. Yes. But now now it's, you know, your 20 mid 2010s yeah. is what we're talking about with mid the second wave. Boom. <laughs> yes. Mid 2010s boom. That's when all my money started getting diverted. <laughs> my money no. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, uh, Steve Sloan, who actually did start at Church Brew Works, um, and we we talked about it a little bit on the abjuration episode mm-hmm. because Tom was saying how Steve Sloan was uh, sort of an inspiration and a mentor for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he got his start at the Church Brew Works and then opened up Roundabout 2013, and he's just had like this gad about life where he's worked all over the world <laughs> and he met his wife in New Zealand mm-hmm. and so they're going to move to New Zealand. That's not a bad place to be. Not really. And then uh, I would if I could. Yeah. It's pretty nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. Secluded. Not too many people. <laughs> but uh, surfing's good. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of yeah. sun. A lot of things. A lot of things going on. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand. Peter Jackson shows up sometimes. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they're, obviously with him moving, they're not going to be able to keep the tap room open. Mm-hmm. And so with that, they are turning the tap room over to Coven Brewing. Coven Brewing. Coven Brewing. Yes. So okay. we're getting too spooky themed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Coven Brewing is the venture of Katie, Su- uh, Katie Sullivan and Trevor Greer, and both of them worked for Dancing Gnome. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. So they've got some uh, third wave pedigree. Right. <laughs> so they're they're bringing what they've learned at Dancing Gnome to Coven, and they are looking to focus on like soft IPAs and farmhouse styles. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that you love about uh, Dancing Gnome, as far as like IPAs go, is you know, like things that Katie worked on. Yes. And so she'll be she'll be the brewer there. I can imagine Coven is. Uh, a reference to witches who were brewers, and then she's, mm-hmm. a, she's a lady. So <laughs> it all makes sense. Thank you, Tom Jones. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> she's a lady. She's a lady. <laughs> Jeez. So. Well, I mean, hey, you know, you call like warlocks or something else. If she yeah, but then Southern <laughs> Tier would come in with a season desist. I know, they'd get mad <laughs> real quick. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, the their plans are to take over in February 2022 as the closing date for Roundabout is in January. Okay. So you can still get Roundabout beer. You can still go visit the tap room mm-hmm. for now. I uh, visited their social media. They still got food trucks coming in. Mm-hmm. They still got beer brewing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're still, they're they're going guns a-blazing into 2022. Yeah, yeah. They're still going to go. So you can go get some. You got a little bit more time than you do couch. So, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, don't wait, but uh, yeah, check out uh, Roundabout as you can. And then there is rumblings, grumblings, rumors, 
just I'm gonna just throw an unfounded rumor and if we're wrong, I don't care. <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah. It's like it wasn't me. It was a rumor. I said so. I prefaced it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You stated your sources. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> My sources are, I don't know, and unreliable. <laughs> but uh, it's possible that uh, the roundabout is going to be continued to contract brew the brand ah, okay. at, at the new Golden Age. Oh, that, that, okay. He got capacity yeah. there. Right, yeah. Because if you remember, the NX space had like 15 barrel mm-hmm. system. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very possible that you're going to still see Roundabout brewed and distributed in Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. I, re- I remember, like, both of the uh, both of these closures have kind of been, I don't know, open secrets for most people. Mm-hmm. If you're, like, really, really in the... <laughs> if you hang out with brewers, brewers have loose wits. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you find yourself drinking a hams on a Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> chances have, are. Brewers have loose lips, but we were... we're better about just stopping it and not you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah it it was kind of an open secret that like steve was looking to have somebody take over roundabout Mm -hmm. and i guess he found he's finding a better solution in having somebody else brew it yes you know at golden age and then that way you know coven doesn't have to be roundabout right they can be coven they can do their own thing right yeah and and it's also it if if these unfounded and unreliable rumors are true uh, again, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Mm-hmm. If it is true, uh, that would mean that uh, Roundabout would probably get into some level of canning. Yeah, more than likely. I hope, I hope, I hope. Yeah. Uh, because unfortunately, one of the things for those of us on the wrong side of the city uh, trying to get Roundabout was that much more difficult because it wasn't, uh, they didn't have canning available. Mm-hmm. So for me, again, on the wrong side of the city, yeah. <laughs> if I can get Roundabout and take it home, and drink it at home in my sweats. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can you can look forward to that, and I, I already am. Yeah, I hopefully my mind is set. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Adam's locked in. Audience at home, you can look forward to this. <laughs> That's right. I, I don't need to worry about it anymore. Right. In my heart, it's already happening. <laughs> in my heart. Lines already running. They just got the labels got to go off. <laughs> it's just the waiting game at this point. Yeah. So yeah, it, it may come. It may come from Golden Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may come from somebody else. But yeah, they're really looking to continue to distribute Roundabout in some sort of fashion. Good. In the Pittsburgh area. Good. So, yeah, it's not. It's not a like. It's not a full death for I think either of these places. No. And no, it is not like they have been abandoned by, you know, Pittsburgh craft beer or anything right. like that. Right. It's not it's not like a USA baby that's just been abandoned <laughs> and then turned into a brewery. No, it's just the brewery still being a brewery. <laughs> it just has new ownership, new management. Which is good because that shows that there is a level of sustainability as well mm-hmm. of craft beer. Right. That it is not a, you know, a contraction of that sector. Yeah. And it, it is something that like has come up recently uh with Bells, because everybody's talking about how Larry Bells, you know, has sold off Bells, mm-hmm. and there's always that question of like, what is the succession? Yes, you know, mm-hmm. do, do, does that? Uh, it also happened with Stout's brand. Mm-hmm. Stout's just closed up, right? You know, Carol Stout's said, you know, this is if somebody wants to do it that bad, they could, mm-hmm. but she more or less was like, yeah, this is kind of the end of it. She, yeah, she has, yeah, she had found her end. She had. You know, run her course mm-hmm. as she saw fit. 
Right. And walked away. Yeah. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of the same thing with Larry Bells, and he was able to cash in on his brand. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can't ask for too much more. No. No, you can't. Because once, once kind of that head, you know, like Steve Sloan or Darren, mm-hmm. you know, once they go away, is that brand still the same brand? Some would say yes. Some would say no. Right. <laughs> if, if, you, if you know the inner workings or if you're somebody who follows brewers, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're more likely to follow the brewer than you are. Right. Because a, a brewer is an artist and they have their own flair. They have their own style. Mm-hmm. You know, they have some would even say their own signatures. Yeah. So, yeah, and and it's a and it's even another thing that you could s- talk about with regards to four one two. They they had they've had three distinct kind of you know eras in a way I- iterations. Yeah, yeah, because they had you know what they were, then they had the the short Bobby Nacho era, <laughs> <laughs> as Bobby Nacho was you know working his way through Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and building himself up. And then now you have this brand new era that is under Malcolm and Ryan, mm-hmm. which is completely different from how four one two started. Right, and it is no, and it can't be in any way the same four one two as what it started. It's and it's not. Yeah, and I think people are more likely to follow the brewer mm-hmm. than they are the brand. Right. So, yeah, just a, just an interesting thing to think about. But I I like the fact that it's just a full turnover to brand new brands mm-hmm. in those brewery spaces. Yes. That way you don't get a confusion. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not Couch 2.0. It's not, you know, another roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, they're, they're new things. Yes. Uh, and I, I I wish them well, and I hope they have nothing but success. Yeah. Best of luck to everybody. Mm-hmm. See what you got. See what you come up with. If you want to come on the show, let us know. Yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll talk <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. We'll give you the time of day. It's yeah, cool. Sure. sure. <laughs> uh, do we know if uh, uh, the two new breweries, if uh, Tortured Souls and, and Coven, do they have any social media out there? Yeah, they, um, they're both pretty light on social media at the moment. I would assume so. You can find Tortured Souls on both Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And and, and on uh, Twitter. Okay. But there's, yeah, there's hardly not anything posted. And then I saw a coven on Instagram. Okay. And there's literally one post <laughs> because well, this is all so new. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly just found out about this this morning. All the details. I oh, knew, okay. you know, beforehand I knew the some of the rumblings right, right, and stuff right. like that. But all of the pieces falling together to me in my little pea brain happened today. <laughs> so... Yeah, but seems seems like fun. Good things coming. Yes, agreed. So I do have one uh, national bit of news. Oh, uh, and this is a tie-in from a previous conversation we had way back in 2020. Fun. <laughs> Let's see if I can remember any of it. <laughs> Let's not remember any of 2020. <laughs> but I need to remember this conversation, otherwise I might be a hypocrite with what I say next. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so uh, to tie back all the way back into that dark time that was 2020, the Brewers Association uh, went through some layoffs, Okay, and one of them was Julia Hertz. She was one of the directors uh, of the Brewers Association. She got laid off. I just seem to remember us having a conversation about that. I think so. Uh, Well, she's back. Oh, okay. She is back, uh, and she will be returning as the executive director of the American Homebrewers Association mm. uh, division of the Brewers Association. Okay. I, I'm glad that she's back. Uh, somebody that is passionate about beer, 
uh, coming back and championing for uh, us grassroots brewers. Yeah. I think in that layoff time, she was a part of the virtual uh, Fueled by Hops I event. believe so, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was I, one I, of the big gets. Yeah. I don't know if she was laid off at that time, though. That's, uh, what I, that's why I can't remember. When sure. was the virtual what's a who's it? That's what I can't remember. I either. can't either. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, she was laid off in June of 2020. And so it might have been after that, but... Um, yeah, I just remember she was on there. She was doing a keynote speech. Seemed like a nice lady, so good for her. Uh, she <laughs> she uh, has been a member of the uh, AHA since 1995. Cool. Uh, her first beer was brewed in 1991. Mm. A Scotch Ale, which is a rather interesting note in this article that I'm stealing from. Thank you, Westward. <laughs> and I am blatantly stealing your information. <laughs> I think anybody who started brewing before 1995 mm-hmm. was far more likely to brew something outside of the realm of caribou slobber or whatever. Because those kits didn't exist yet. Exactly. <laughs> you had <laughs> to do it all on your own. Exactly. It's the rest of us who started brewing post-2007 or 2005 or whatever. Right. We're all the fucking ones who did caribou slobber and then a shitty IPA. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And taking eight weeks to do it when in reality it only takes four. Right. Well, well it says it has to be in primary for... Two to four weeks, so let's do it in four weeks, and that's got to go to secondary for another transfer. Two to three, so let's do it three <laughs> weeks. We don't want to screw it up, and let's make sure we do this and that and the other thing. Oh, we have to let it wait for another one to three weeks in the bottles. Let's make sure it's three weeks. <laughs> gotta pay it safe. Gotta make sure we do it right. Oh, this is okay at best. Yeah, and then there's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking month and a half for okay at best. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but oh, still better than Mr. Beer. <laughs> yes, it is. 100%. 100%. Uh, but we are uh, glad to see uh, that Julie is back uh, in the craft beer world. Sure. Running the Home Brewers Association. Sure. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Hope she has a good time. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The, other than that, news is, you know, chill. <laughs> I can't things, think of anything else. Things don't seem to be too fucking wild at the moment. Everybody's kind of settled out because they don't know where the world's going. Aside from that fucking canning news. <laughs> the can- Oh, from, from Ball? Yeah. Yeah. Aside from that. but Hey, you know what? That's been in the news for the last year and a half, two years. Right. I mean, I purely from a consumer standpoint, I haven't seen any change. Yet. 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 <laughs> but we've been saying yet for the past year and a half. Yeah, yeah. We keep saying yet for the past year and a half. That being said, I also got told to buy Tesla at $65 a, a share, and I, that was stupid. <laughs> but I paid that much a share, and now it's like 1200 a share. <laughs> Could have bought new mics. Could have. Could have bought a lot of new things. <laughs> Could have bought new mics. That would have been in my new home. <laughs> <laughs> and I still wouldn't have driven a Tesla. <laughs> Why? I have no desire. Huh. If I'm going to buy an electric car, it's not going to be a Tesla. Can I interest you in a Cadillac Lyric? Yes. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen those? I, I would be all about. I, I would be about it, too. Yeah. I need to hit that motherfucking Powerball. God damn it. It's up, what, quarter billion? It's close enough. You know what? <laughs> At that point, rounding is fine. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Just, just cut the check. Yeah. Get out of here. Money. You I got lawyers you. to go talk yeah. to. Yeah. I was looking at those Cadillac Lyrics. They look pretty dope. They and do. Think you gotta wait to twenty twenty two to get the the black ones though, but so the problem with Cadillac is 
Everything is great, except for there's always one problem. Yeah. And it's never the same problem. <laughs> there's always this one glaring error where you just look at Cadillac and just like, assholes. <laughs> Why did you do this? So it's, it's not like when Pontiac switched everything to the electric accelerators? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's always one, you know, one stupid thing. Like on the ATS, on the ATSV. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous car, great car, fantastic drivetrain. Yeah. The instrument panel came out of a 1998 Pontiac Century. Ew. Exactly. <laughs> Ew. It's horrid. <laughs> and I wouldn't drive one because that it keeps staring back at you every time that you drive it. Ew. Dumped yeah. <laughs> yeah. You feel like you're driving something that's in Grandma Gold. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's the lyrics going to have its own problem, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It looked nice. I'm off my sandbox. <laughs> or my, my soapbox. It's fine. Sorry, Cadillac. <laughs> Hit that Powerball, get that lyric. That's right. I'll buy it. If I win, I'll get you a lyric. Hooray. In black. Hooray. Triple black. <laughs> you know what? If I win a quarter billion dollars in the lottery. Yeah, it's still fine. Yeah, I'll buy you two. Nah, I don't want two. All right, I'll buy you that and a Panamera. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> somehow we have reached a compromise. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. It's just, I, I like electric vehicles and I like them as city drivers. Mm-hmm. And things like that, but the the range is still bullshit. As far as if you if you want to be a road nomad like I am, okay. Well, that's the, yeah. I, but the vast majority of people are not road nomads. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, if you're going to buy me two cars, let me have one that can be a road nomad, and mm-hmm. let me have one that can be a city. Although I'm not so <laughs> sure you can be a nomad in a Panamera. Sure, you can. <laughs> At that point, you're a connoisseur. Yeah, a connoisseur. Or, uh, I'm a connoisseur nomad. Yeah, it, yeah. You're you're. You're not a nomad. You have wanderlust. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Whatever white people say when they yeah, exactly. Traveling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is that rich white people say when they just stop working and wander around the world. At that point, you're quirky. Yeah, quirky, eccentric, wanderlust. Whatever it is. Whatever. Uh, but let's get back to this O'Fallon's oatmeal cookie stout. I got the wanderlust for St. Louis. <laughs> I mean, they do have a nice arch. Yeah, they got a nice arch. They got the barbecue. That's Hell true. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's two. And they got O'Fallon's. <laughs> O'Fallon's, which is not brewed in O'Fallon, Illinois, which is right across the river, I yeah. found out. Yeah. How goofy. <laughs> Agreed. But uh, no, good beer. I like it. Uh, I like the fact that it's kind of got that classic oatmeal stout kind of vibe to it, mm-hmm. but it's been updated for everybody that likes all the ridiculous flavorings Yeah, while still being subdued about it. And it's gone. And it was good. And it's time for another one. Yeah. So let's do that. Okay, do. Let's take a break. Uh, you can hear me talk about first sip. <laughs> I think. Yes. Okay. Then uh, and then we'll be back with another cookie beer. Hooray! From O'Fallon's. Oh, O'Fallon's. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Dot com. Episode 229 of the Hot Nation USA podcast, and we're drinking the biscuit counter. We are drinking the biscuit counter. Yes. We've got 
Ophelin's beers and their cookie variety pack. Yes. Adam has a second one. What I, is it? I do, Steve. And this comes from O'Fallon Brewery. <laughs> O'Fallon Brewery. <laughs> Let me reiterate that. Uh, they're out of Maryland Heights, uh-huh. Missouri, uh-huh. or Missouri. Or Mizzou. I thought that was just the, the college. I don't know. It was Mizzou. Could be. Go Tigers. I could, couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could go down an SEC rabbit hole, but we're not going to because you're not coming with me. What? Yeah, what's this wee shit? Exactly. <laughs> you got a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had a hunch that wasn't going to go very far. Nah. But what might go far is the next beer we've got. Uh-huh. Not on tap, but on the table because uh-huh. it's in a bottle. Uh-huh. This is the Vanilla Wafer Cream Ale. Hell yeah. I mean, I like all of those words, let's be honest. Uh, and let me uh, give you some numbers. Some numbers here. 5.2 on the ABV, uh-huh. 10 on the IBU, uh-huh. 4 on the interest scale. Okay. My interest scale. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Sure. You said vanilla cream ale. Uh, so I said vanilla, vanilla wafer vanilla cream wafer. ale. Yeah, yes. so, I mean, this is kind of an old person cookie, but I, I enjoy them. But vanilla wafer mm-hmm. cream cookies. Yes. Is this a vanilla wafer cream ale or is it a vanilla wa- wafer cream ale? So this is a cream ale. Okay. Yes. Uh, according to the untapped, which as everybody knows is the gospel. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. According to John. <laughs> well, according to what is it? Next level or whatever. <laughs> sure. Whatever the fuck the name of that parent company is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. But uh, yes, they are. Uh, labeling it as a cream ale. Okay. That is the category that it is under on the untapped. Okay, Uh And it also gives a style guide for cream ale on the untapped listing. Oh. So it's cream ale. <laughs> All right. So it is not a vanilla wafer cream. Yeah. Ale. Right. It is a cream ale. Oh, by the way, there's vanilla wafer. Gotcha. There you go. Just wanted to clarify that for myself and the audience. No, that is a that is a good question because I'll admit I kind of had a similar thought process, but yeah. then. The good people of Untapped. They let you know. They let me know. Yeah. So now everybody knows. Now everybody knows. And maybe they can prod hop culture to write an article about it. <laughs> oh, they are one and the same, aren't they? Ah, yes. Ah. Uh, gotcha. Let's move on. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the IMDB of Amazon Prime. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> The IMDb of Amazon Prime. Amazon owns both IMDb and Amazon Prime. I didn't know they owned IMDb. Yes. What? Ruin your day. Ha <laughs> Corporatism. Man. <laughs> I, man. Hey, Bezos, buy us out. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> 15 million each? Yeah. That's Listen, he makes that in the span it takes us to make an episode. Yeah, I what? not including editing. There's a good chance I could bully that out of that dickhead. <laughs> Do that on your own time, unless it works. <laughs> unless it works, then tell everybody. <laughs> the whole thing is, you just got to grab him by the collar and shake him a bit. <laughs> all the all these fucking vulture and BuzzFeed articles don't mean shit. But if you grab him by the collar and say, "I'm gonna fucking dick you, nerd," so if you do that. Uh, I would appreciate it if you took an old Letterman's jacket and ripped the sleeves off while you did it. <laughs> like ogre? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make me feel better. <laughs> Give me some of your money, nerd. <laughs> you don't even need it anymore. 
All right, let's crack open this beer, and we'll see what it's about. It has been poured. It's good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty cloudy cream ale. It is, but that's to be expected. I mean, it's got a bunch of adjuncts in it. Yeah, it's got a bunch of shit in it. <laughs> the term is adjunct, Steve. <laughs> shit. <laughs> S-H-I-I-D. Yeah, shit. shit. Technical term, please and thank you. It's uh, strangely got like a like a fluffy head that's like not dissipating. I noticed that as well. Uh, it's sticking around a lot more than I was anticipating, both yeah. because as cream ale and it's got stuff in it. Yeah, shit. It's a, it's a cookie beer, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprising. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with it too. It looks nice. On the nose, it's got like a vanilla. It does, but also a bit of an artificial. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, it smells a little artificially. Not, It's not obnoxiously artificial. No. But it's there. Yeah. But it's there. Tasting it, though, I don't uh, I don't really get much. No. Uh, and I, I feel this is a bit disappointing. A little bit. But... It, it, and I'll explain why. Okay. Because it is neither a vanilla wafer beer... Nor is it a classic cream ale anymore. Right. So it's kind of in that uncanny valley. Yeah. Where it tries to do both, but it accomplishes neither. Yeah, yeah. It's trying to, it's trying to do both. and I, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I don't hate it. No, I don't. I mean, I don't hate it either, but it's just, uh, it, I don't, it's not doing enough. But then on the other hand, maybe it's not that disappointing because... Those vanilla wafer cookies are all fucking bland. That's true, too. <laughs> that is true. And just like everything in this world today, if it's not turned all the way up to 11, it's trash. That's true. It, <laughs> and, and, and I'm not saying that this beer is trash. That's not what I'm saying. No, you're being sarcastic. I know. But if, you know, anything in this world today, because of the youths. The youths. <laughs> yeah. All you 18 to 34 year olds. <laughs> You're ruining everything. You are ruining everything. <laughs> get old like me. Hurt when you get out of bed in the morning. Please. So I'm not alone. <laughs> Is there somebody else out there that does that? But yes, I. It, if it's not cranked all the way up to 11, just, you know, goof juice. Right. You know, it's going to be seen as thin and left behind and, you know, a poor effort. And I don't think that's the case here. Yeah, so I I like this beer, mm-hmm. I guess enough, <laughs> but I think you're right in that it it shouldn't be trying to do either, because yes. there I I can't help but think of like Abjuration's double vanilla cookie, mm-hmm. and that's straight up vanilla cookie, like that's what you want, <laughs> right? Exactly, and then you go on the other end with cream ales, yeah, and then you either just want a classic clean cream ale, mm-hmm. or there's plenty of other cream ales that do like jalapeno and coffee like better. Yes, yes. So, oh, man, I want 11th Hours Tropical <laughs> Phoenix again. Right? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the, it, it, you're completely right when you say it, it just doesn't do it enough mm-hmm. one way or the other. Right. So. But it, in and of itself, if somebody handed me another one, I'd drink it. Yeah, it's, fi- it's fine, but I can tell you it's not going to win gold tonight. No, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not. It'll get top three, though. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I have a hunch O'Fallon's going to win this one. Oh, no. <laughs> You're spoiling it. People aren't going to listen. <laughs> hey, we already got their click. Aha. We're good. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the ad revenue, listener. <laughs> if you win a minute in, we win. <laughs> <laughs> but 
So that's why we don't tell you what beers we're drinking until a minute five. Uh-huh. <laughs> gotcha. But if we were really shitty, we'd have the intro longer stretched out. Mm, nah, I think people would turn it off quicker. I would. Yeah. I know I would. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's that it's fine. We'll we'll move on from it. Yes, we will. Uh I wanted to get into some more cookie and beer stuff. Go on. Obviously, we're drinking cookie beers. Yes, we are. But have you had beer cookies? No. Okay. No, I have not. I've had beer cheese. Yeah, yeah, beer cheese. Beer cheese is pretty popular. I got to tell you something. What's that? I, I I did some Midwest drinking. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw on the Twitter. Yeah, you you ha- you took a little family trip, you know, to hang out w- with the family out in the Midwest. I did, so I had me some four hands. Yeah. So, some more St. Louis drinking. Yeah, people saw that. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, uh, there was some Midwest eating. I had Culver's for the first time. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That is good eating. Did you have a <laughs> you had a fun time with that? I <laughs> uh, had me some cheese curds yeah. and a butter burger. Damn. Yeah. Dang. I felt good about it. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Diets be damned. Well, yeah, you were, it was Thanksgiving. Right. Nothing nothing between Thanksgiving and New Year's counts. That's true. Thank God for that. Those are all free calories. They are. They all just disappear. Right. January 15th. Poof. They're yeah, all gone. They're all gone. <laughs> That's why people are only in the gym for two weeks. Just... <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Two weeks. Oh, we're back to zero. Cool. Done. Yeah, back to zero. Back to Culver's. Good. Yeah. <laughs> back to Culver's. More Butterburger. <laughs> Man, I should try to get a franchise out here. I would make a mint probably i'm surprised that we don't have somebody i mean i'm sure there's some tavern or something that's doing butter burgers out here yeah if you've never had a butter burger go get one dude it's so fucking good they are for so just along that line for mm-hmm. thanksgiving i i kind of for went doing turkey uh-huh and i did just a big fat fucking porterhouse Ooh, all right and, and i reverse seared it that's the way to do it and with the butter base, mm-hmm. God, that's so fucking good. It is. It so, really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I won't go back with a quality piece of meat. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so good. It is. But yeah, I did I, I did like all the traditional Thanksgiving sides <laughs> and just this <laughs> giant ass fucking porterhouse. <laughs> like mm, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the Thanksgiving police are gonna knock in your door. Exactly. <laughs> we can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your turkey, non-believer? <laughs> Heathen. <laughs> but, yeah. So back to what I was talking about before, though. Yes. Beer cookies. Yes. And so I just wanted to talk. I wanted to give people resources of where they could make some cookies involving beer. Go on. There's a number of them. Mm-hmm. Um. So one of the first ones right off the top, there's a cookbook out there that's called Cookies and Beer. Oh, okay. And it's, uh, it was published in like 2015. Mm-hmm. Just kind of right when the whole cookie beer craze was getting... <laughs> Rode that wave. Yeah. Rode that things, wave. Things were sort of kicking off in 2015 as far as cookies and beer going. Uh, like 2017 is when Thick Mint first came out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but the book is by Jonathan Bender, and you can buy it pretty much everywhere. It's actually kind of cheap now, like six or seven bucks on the Apple. Oh, okay. Nine, nine bucks for a Kindle. You can do all that. Okay. It's not too bad. But it comes with 40 cookie recipes, and then... Every recipe has a specific beer pairing. I like that. Yeah. So he, he names, like he gives a name beer. Mm-hmm. So like an Avery. Yeah. He'll say, you know, get this Avery beer to pair with this. But if you're obviously not in a position to get that specific beer, mm-hmm. he'll also just kind of list the uh, style. Right. So, you know, just look for Belgian quads or whatever. But You should just do that in general. Well, yeah, you should do that in general, <laughs> but. 
yeah, just 40 cookie recipes ranging from, you know, like chocolate cookies, holiday fruit cookies, mm-hmm. all up and down the board. It also get, also gives you recipes for how to make beer syrup. Beer syrup? Yeah. Is and that similar to maple syrup? Not really. Because oh, okay. you're not tapping anything. <laughs> okay. All right. But it's, uh, you know, just basically reducing re- reducing dark beers with uh, brown sugar okay. to make a syrup. And the whole point of that is to make milkshakes with. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so wait, the problem the problem being, you know, not exactly the word, uh-huh. but with you reducing it, obviously you're adding heat, which means you're cooking out all the alcohol, I would assume, as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, that's going to happen with most of these recipes. It is. Anyway, it is. So. Yeah, yeah, you're going the you're going the reverse way. You're not getting drunk off cookies. You're making cookies beery, but not drunk. Right. But to be fair, <laughs> if you're gonna do milkshakes or something like that, yeah, real easy. Right. Just go to your local pinnacle aisle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, something there. Just add a shot of whipped. <laughs> It'll be fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's got the he's got all these recipes. He's got all these beer pairings, and also I believe he has a little bit on how to use spent grain. Okay. I, I, I assume that there had to be some sort of, you know, look into that because that's something that I would like to try. Mm-hmm. You know, I always have spent grains and on a homebrew level. I can't call a farmer and be like, come get my eight pounds of spent grain. Yeah. It's not worth it for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here, come get this hot bag. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly a text message I ever want to send. <laughs> come get this hot bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. It's true. That is very true. Yeah. I, I do have another resource for that, though, about the uh, spent grain cookies. Okay. If you're, if you're looking for more about that. Uh, and it's for free, so you don't have to buy a book. Okay. Free but is it, good. Yeah. <laughs> if you search Brooklyn Brew Shop, mm-hmm. they have a blog, and they have a blog that includes nine spent grain cookie recipes. Ah, okay. So it's just everything. A lot of the favorites, like the peanut butter kiss cookies. Mm-hmm. Very common, especially oh, yeah. in our area. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, thin mints, biscottis. Yeah, and they even have one for the uh, macaron. I do like a good macaron. The macaron. Yeah, uh, I don't know how much I would want one, but I would try it. If somebody else made them, somebody that knew what they were doing, somebody who knows how to make macaron made a macaron. Yeah, because I can't <laughs> make a good macaron. No, those are fucking super French and delicate. So <laughs> neither of which <laughs> describes me. Or my baking style. Or really anybody in Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> it's Well, no, there's at least one. There's got to be at least a couple French statistically. people. Statistically. Yeah, statistically. <laughs> there has to be at least a couple French people. But <laughs> are they delicate? I don't know. <laughs> That's not for me to decide. Yeah, they might be the real... <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Didn't know you could be that mean against French people. Yeah, you could be. Yeah, it's probably not hard. Yeah. <laughs> They're just the real <laughs> mongers, you know, the cheese mongers. <laughs> They're not the delicate types. <laughs> uh, why don't you just say Andre the Giant? No, because <laughs> it's too cheap. That is, <laughs> too, you don't want that cheap pop? No, it's a cheap, lazy way to get me into doing the Andre the Giant voice, and I won't do it, and I won't have it. <laughs> well, it was worth a shot. I know. Good try, but no. Well, thank you. Thank you. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Check out Brooklyn Brew Shop. You can find a bunch of those recipes for the spent grain cookies. Right on. And then, if you're looking for more recipes that are along the lines of using just straight up beer in the recipes, mm-hmm. found a number of resources for that. Is well. okay. 
Um, the, probably the biggest one, and I assume a lot of people know about it, but you know, maybe you don't. So I'm going to say that. Please do. Uh, she's called the Beeriness. Okay. And basically, she just has a. You can just go to thebeeriness.com, mm-hmm. and her website is just full of beer uh, recipes. Right on. So it's not just cookies, and it's not just desserts. I mean, it's everything. Everything. Yeah, it's okay. every fuck thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she she does have a lot of cookie recipes on there. And, you know, a lot of them are kind of like what you would expect of, you know, adding stouts to chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. or Mexican hot chocolate cookies. Right. You know, uh, I think, you know, it seems pretty obvious to do stouts in cookies. It does. It co- does. In cookies and desserts. They go very well together. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Uh she does, though, have ones that aren't necessarily that. Okay. Uh, she has a Snicker Brutals. Snicker Brutal. Snicker Brutal. <laughs> That's a good name. Yeah, it's a good name. That's a real good name. Uh, but it's made with IPA. So mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, change it to a brown ale. You'll be fine. <laughs> no one will know the difference. <laughs> yeah, nobody will know. Uh, she has another one. Okay. Uh, and this is back to stouts, but <laughs> it all comes back to stouts, Steve. Yeah. But uh, this one sounded really good. Uh, it's called Hobo Cookies. Okay. Yeah. And Do they come in a bindle? They can. That's up to you. <laughs> this is true. And I am a man that enjoys a good presentation. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you want to give out bindles of hobo cookies to your friends for the year, you can. <laughs> but <laughs> but basically, they are. I don't know. Do you know what a cowboy cookie is? Does that sound more familiar to you? It does. But explain to the audience members that don't know. It's just like a more slap dash together recipe of just like a whole bunch of junk thrown together it's not it's not a refined recipe that's basically what they would do out on the trail yeah Mm -hmm. it's like it was like what you had and you just took a little bit of everything yeah because it's built off like like regular flour and cornmeal and then also oats Mm -hmm. and then her recipe adds a whole bunch of other shit into it okay is you know beer and drunkard (laughs) uh affectionate yeah (laughs) but uh it starts off with you actually making beer candied bacon Oh, yeah. okay. All right. I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. And again, back to mixing a brown sugar and a stout mm-hmm. together. And then you lacquer your bacon the same way you would with just like maple syrup. Yeah. But you lacquer it with brown the brown sugar stout mixture. Ah, okay. And then cook it down. It'll candy. You yeah. get your syrup that way. As we, as we had mentioned previously. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, once you finish that bacon, it gets all crispy, gets all candy-y. Mm-hmm. Chop that shit up. Mm. Throw it in the dough, and then you crumble up pretzels and a little bit of nuts. <laughs> it sounds like a mess. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it sounds like an absolute mess. Yeah, some chocolate chips and some more beer. Also, it sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a real like hodgepodge of fucking everything goes into it. No two cookies will ever be the same. No, no. They, I mean, they have all the shape and form of fucking no bake cookies. Man, I haven't had a good no bake in a long time. I was thinking the same thing not too long ago. I think I need to. Make some no bakes. Yeah, I, I think it's because I was thinking about no bakes because I had this thing called a twin bing. A what? See, now you were just in the Midwest, and that's where these fucking things are from. That's, okay, Steve, it doesn't <laughs> like I went, you know, flouting around the whole Midwest. Maybe you did. Guess and what I saw? Cornfields. People love twin bings though in the Midwest. What is it? I'm telling you, it's <laughs> it. It looks like a dog shit cookie. <laughs> <laughs> It basically it is it is chocolate and chopped peanuts. Oh, wrapped around a fucking center. 
kind of so, sounds like a turd. Yeah, it looks like a turd. It doesn't taste great. <laughs> They're awful, and but they make me the visually they mm. look like no bake cookies. Okay, and it made me want a no bake cookie because those are just better looking piles of shit. Now let me ask you this question: yeah. When it comes to no bake, do you go chocolate? Do you go peanut butter as the primary? Oh, as the primary? Yeah. You, I usually lean chocolate primary. So do I. Now, that being said, both are in the recipe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're both good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both good. <laughs> What's that? Because there are those out there that prefer the peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, No yeah. bakes, and there are those that prefer the chocolate. Yeah. I am in, I am in camp chocolate. Yeah, I like both. I, if, if both are available, I take one of each. <laughs> That's very democratic of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're good. But, uh, yeah, uh, another recipe that she had that just kind of stood out to me mm-hmm. uh, as far as not using stouts. Yeah. Is actually a cake recipe. Cake recipe? A cake recipe, yes. Okay. Uh, and it just stood out to me because she she suggests using like a lager for the actual cake. Okay. Yeah. Using a lager in the cake, but then it also has a a, a kind of a fruit jammy filling. Oh. Of a of a blood orange fruit jam. All right. So you use like blood orange juice and then an IPA. Okay. That may or may not be a blood orange IPA. Flying dog, I'm looking at you. Yeah, it could be, it could not be, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we haven't name dropped them in a while. Yeah, yeah. You they could, need to come back into the Hop Nation ether. Sure, they can. <laughs> They're allowed. But uh, yeah, you make a fruit jam and you have, you have like IPA fruit jam sitting on locker cake. Man, that's a whole lot going on there. Yeah. But, but if it, it's good, it's good. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Sounded good to me. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, another another resource for these kind of recipes was uh, Chews and Brews. Okay. And uh, you can find her site. It's like hosted on the Yumly. What is that now? Yumly. What is Yumly? <laughs> I don't know. Pinterest for fucking recipes. <laughs> Isn't that just Pinterest? <laughs> Should be, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pinterest with less functionality. <laughs> so it's... So it's bad Pinterest. I guess. No, but I it, they offer like full recipes and everything. Gotcha. Okay. It's, it's not right. just clicking on pictures. <laughs> right, 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 right. It has a bit more content available. Yeah. But Choose and Brews, she has her own page on Yumly. Okay. And it's all, again, more of these uh, beer in uh, recipes. Okay. Are, are, you know, she has desserts, but she also has. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you yeah. have to sign up to Yumly to be? Yeah. Okay. Well, because yeah. with Pinterest. Oh. I don't know that about Pinterest. <laughs> as far as I think you had to have a Pinterest account to get full access. Ew, boo. <laughs> Agree. That's why I don't use Pinterest. Yeah. No, Among yeah. other things. <laughs> Among other things, as in it has no interest to me. That's right. <laughs> I'll go find the uh, complimentary subreddit and just go there. Fair. <laughs> it's just as fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah. She, ha- she has a bunch of other non-cookie recipes, too. Like I saw one that was for like. Kind of like apple strudel porter pies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sounded kind of good. That does sound pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get on, man. I'm going to have to get it on this site. Yeah. Yumly? Yumly. <laughs> Yumly. Yumly. <laughs> yeah. But sir, search choose and brew. Choose and brew specifically. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, if, I forget which one it was, either the beerness or choose and brews, but one of them had an apple fritter. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Which, All right. Although I think I read the recipe and I was surprised that it actually wasn't made with cider in any way. That doesn't mean you can't go rogue. Yeah, you can do what you want. <laughs> we are Americans, <laughs> at least to our domestic listeners. Yes. 
<laughs> you're if we have the Canadian flag. <laughs> <laughs> Put don't, that patch on my backpack. <laughs> that's right. Don't bully us. Don't ask us questions. <laughs> you want to talk hockey? We'll talk hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't know. Might start asking us about the prime minister, and it's like, Mm-mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> Just come back with Matt Murray's a bum. Everything will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, locally, though, mm-hmm. can't forget Prohibition Pastries. Very true. They offer all these kind of yummy goodness mm-hmm. that you don't have to make yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do it for you yeah. for a nominal fee. Yeah. They they make things with local, you know, breweries and they also make things with just booze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they leaned into that. Just booze. Just booze. <laughs> I mean, I think they have like a couple of things that are made with like whiskey whipped cream. So <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sign me up for that. Yeah. So they have just straight up booze and stuff. And yeah. But I mean, it's again, it's all cooked out. So it's not actually right. Alcoholic, right. But yeah. Uh, Prohibition pastries. You can order online. Okay. And they have, they have things from all over. Okay. Like they got the cookies. They got the cakes. They got fucking like breakfast, like breakfast hand pies. Oh, Okay. Some would call them Hot Pockets, but I wouldn't because Hot Pockets are trash. And they're also not usually for breakfast. Yeah. Usually. Usually. <laughs> We've and, all had down days. <laughs> Actually, no. They do They do make a line of breakfast ones now. I say again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, oh, okay, hold on. But, like, actually, the breakfast ones aren't as trash. I could see that. I'm, I'm, I was surprised. I tried them because they were on sale. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, fine. <laughs> yeah, I like kind of gave up and I couldn't find the breakfast burritos that I wanted. And mm-hmm. they're like, it's pancake, bacon, and eggs. And I was like, I'll try it. You can't screw it up. Yeah, it's like, how bad can you fuck this up? <laughs> and they didn't, so it was good. Fun. It's all, hey, they're all better than lean pockets. Right. Lean pockets suck. Ugh. But to bring it all the way back around, mm-hmm. those hand pies do include beer cheese. So they're bacon, egg, and beer cheese. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I do, I do like me some good beer cheese. Yes. But yeah, those, those were just kind of resources. And, you know, we're getting into the holidays. We are. People like baking cookies in this area. So. And if you want to flout a little bit of your beeriness. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Or if you're a home brewer and you have fucking spent grains left over. <laughs> Hopefully if, from a fresh batch. Yeah. Or if you live with somebody who home brews and you're tired of them drawing animals <laughs> to the porch. <laughs> you didn't just open up a mash tun from October and got a surprise of, right. oh no, I forgot about this. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, Honey, yeah. I found the smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to spend a lot of time in a kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Choose, choose and brews on the yumly. Choose and brews the beeriness and the beeriness. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check out some of those recipes. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, there's a lot on there. You know, like I said, you can find like turkey recipes and all kinds of shit. What about porterhouse recipes? I don't know. Maybe I didn't look hard enough. Okay. <laughs> you got what you needed and moved on. Yeah, I got. I was looking for cookie stuff. I wasn't looking for <laughs> completely different part of the meal. Yeah. <laughs> give, give it a couple months. I'll come back with the beerness's fucking turkey recipes. <laughs> All right then. We'll, we'll get a beer battered turkey or something. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You just said the word battered, and that made me think of uh, Nashville hot chicken. <gasps> yeah. And now I'm thinking about how to make like Nashville hot chicken with a beer. Probably pretty easy. Yeah, but I'm just thinking like what beer? <sighs> See. The easy one would be the habanero sculpin. Yeah. But I don't, actually, I don't know if habanero would work well with that. I mean, it's hot and hot, but. 
Right. And the other thing is, is like, when's the last time you even saw Habanero Sculpin anywhere? When's the last time I saw Ballast Point? Exactly. Like, they got they got bought out by that company and then never heard of them again. <laughs> that billion went... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kaplow. <laughs> um, shiz. What would you use? Yeah, I mean, aside from just my own fucking Carolina Reaper nightmares. Right, <laughs> right. Ah, uh, you yeah. know what? You know what? I mentioned it earlier in the show. Mm. Tropical Phoenix by 11th Hour. Yeah. Because that would give a little bit of a fruity, you know, note to it as well. While still keep it up with the heat. Yeah. You know what? I think in that case, because it's not, because it's a jalapeno beer, mm -hmm. I would probably put it more into the batter to get like the batter crumblies. Agreed. Agreed. Rather than like the Nashville hot chicken is always, always goes into that fucking oil dip. Right. That's all hot sauce and oil. So yeah. I think, yeah, I, th I think maybe, you know, brine it, brine it in the tropical Phoenix and then use that brine to make the crumbly bits. Yeah. Yeah. So when this that chicken talk, <laughs> <laughs> we can... cookies go to hell. Chicken talk. Oh. No, 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 no. We can have both. Okay. <laughs> we appreciate both kinds. Yes. You can have the Nashville hot chicken sandwich, then you go right into the cookies. Hell yeah. And then you come back to this vanilla wafer cream ale by yeah. O'Fallon. O'Fallon. Not O'Fallon. One, one more note. Yes, please. On the Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Yeah. You could also use that jalapeno beer to make the bun. Ah. Mm. Mm. Smart. Thoughts. <laughs> I made I made beer bread one time. It was a disaster. Okay, it, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Not doing that ever again. Don't do that. That might discourage the audience from making me <laughs> spicy jalapeno milk Hokkaido buns, <laughs> which I still need to do. Yes, I still need to make milk bread. Yes, do it. Okay, everybody, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me judge your buns. <laughs> anyway, back to the you, Fallon. Vanilla wafer. Yeah, I was just going to let that one hang in the air yeah. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fine beer. I don't hate it, but uh, we kind of already discussed that it's kind of in that valley. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the valley of not doing enough one way or not mm -hmm. doing too much the other way. And also, it's, man, that, that, that vanilla artificial nose just bums me out. You can pick it out. Yeah. You can pick it out now. Yeah. Yep, just bums me out. <laughs> That's okay. Well, yeah, again, like I said, I, I don't hate it. If somebody handed me one, I'd drink it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I would go out of my way to get it again. It's not going to be the first one you reach for in the variety pack. No, it is not. But Every, every variety pack has a stunker. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if it was between this and an IPA in the variety pack, because every variety pack has an IPA. Except for this one. This one doesn't have an IPA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Fallon, you're getting points. Yeah, it's all cookies. <laughs> Thank you. So it, it's it's the stout that we already had. Mm -hmm. It's a Oreo stout, I believe. Okay. All right. Which I kind of, I, I left that one off. Well, to be fair, I think we've had the Oreo Speedwagon on here right. by Hitchhiker before. We've we've had enough good Oreo ones. I didn't want to start, I didn't right. want to dunk on something. <laughs> and we've also had the, the dunked by right. uh, Grist House. Dunked by Grist House and the double dunk by Prairie. Right. Those are all super huge ones. I didn't want to fucking like wind up just dunking on right. the O'Fallon one and yeah. be like, this is trash. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. We want to build them up. Right. Um. And then the other one that we'll have next mm -hmm. is something else. Oh, wow. You have to wait to listen. <laughs> Set that hook nicely. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> so let's do that right now. Let's take a quick break. Let's reload. We'll be right back. 
Cookie Sood 229 of the Hop Nation Yellow Say Podcast. Cookie Sood. Cookie Sood. All right. <laughs> well, the Cookie Sood. Ugh. <laughs> That's just, ugh. I hate that voice. I know, right? It's just grating. <laughs> Not even like the good kind where you got cheese. I know, but I, look, I need to find a side gig if that side gig is working for iHeartRadio. <laughs> <laughs> I will quit this podcast right now. (laughs) Got your drive time afternoon. (laughs) I will start putting mics away. (laughs) Just start packing up right in the middle of it. Goddamn motherfucker. I ain't listening to drive time DVE voice. No fucking bullshit. (laughs) I don't want to listen to the Eagles again. (laughs) Sick and tired of them. Two for Tuesday. Nope. (laughs) All right. Laptop's getting closed. WNBC. <laughs> Third cookie beer. Please. From O'Fallon Brewery. Please. Outside of that St. Louis, Missouri. Missouri. Whatever. Missouri. Ozarks. <laughs> so, no. I don't think St. Louis is part of the Ozarks. But it's outside of the Ozarks. Well, in that case, everything's outside of the Ozarks. I know. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Creamy peanut butter ale. That does sound delicious. Does sound delicious. And I believe it's probably a takeoff, either just like a peanut butter cookie or maybe even a nutter butter. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We it, might here in a minute. Yeah. It is a golden ale. Mm-hmm. So like I said, no IPAs in the variety pack. Good. And it is 5.5 ABV. Okay. 17 IBUs. These are all steady cruisers. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a good time just chilling out, drinking cookies. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Biscuits. Biscuits. <laughs> My bad. Consuming biscuits. We're on the biscuit shelf. Imbibing biscuits. Imbibing biscuits are by the shelf. <laughs> Imbibe the biscuit shelf. <laughs> uh, so according to the description on the gospel, this is a generous amounts of Munich style malt. Mm-hmm. And it is actually has a non-allergenic natural peanut butter. Oh, okay. So... I'm assuming that means anybody who is allergic to peanut butter can still enjoy this beer. To be fair, anybody can enjoy this beer. Once. It's the aftermath that's the problem. (laughs) Once. (laughs) Anybody can have peanuts. Right. So, yeah, uh, we're going to pour it up. Check it out. Okay. Sounds fun. It does sound fun. I'm looking forward to this one. I'll be perfectly honest. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. Third beer. Here we go. It looks like a gold nail. It does, which is convenient because it is a gold nail. Awesome. They did it. They did do it. It's also actually really clear. It is. Like, it, com- comparative to that cream ale that we just had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is really clear. Yeah. Uh, you could uh, you could say that it almost looks like a classic lager. Uh, it's a little too dark, and the, the, the head on it 
like completely dissipates because of the I am assuming peanut oil. Or I mean, something. there's a little bit around the edge. Yeah, but not, it, certainly not like what we had with that cream ale. Yeah, it just does not hang on. No, uh, one thing that is quite impressive is the nose on this. Yeah, it stank. It stank like peanut butter. It does stank like peanut butter, which is good because I like peanut butter stank. <laughs> peanut butter stank coming from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, 2022. <laughs> See, I could just. I, that created a visual yeah. of you just, you know, at some sort of, I don't know, rally or something <laughs> with a giant sign <laughs> that just says, I love peanut butter stank. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that, uh, yeah, I don't know how other people would take that, but. <laughs> I don't think you would care. No, I don't think I'd care either if I'm holding a sign that says I love peanut butter stank. Right. It's all right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's all right here in the nose of this beer. Ooh, peanut butter stank. Hmm. So, oh, there it is. Okay, I found it. Yeah, interesting. It is. Um, it's not as peanut buttery as the nose. No. It's still there. It's still there. It's not as peanut buttery as the nose. And I, I was mostly excited for this beer because not too, too long ago, mm-hmm. Abjuration yes. had just put out that peanut butter ale for uh, Barrel and Flow Fest. They did. They did. And that one was like, fuck your mouth up full of peanut butter. Yes. It was great. It was good. <laughs> it was, well, surprise, surprise. It's after age. Right, yeah. It was fucking great. Yeah. But then also, we've in the past, we've had the, the Rusty Rail Fool's Gold. Yes. Which is also really big on peanut butter flavor. And I, I just like those two beers as comparisons because they're two of the few beers I can think of that aren't stouts with peanut butter. Correct. Because usually with peanut butter, you know, you're looking at the sweet baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or just any fucking... I think the uh, Purple Monkey Dishwasher by Evil Genius is Pur- another yeah. one. Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Uh, what was it? Shoe Brew put out mm-hmm. one that was, you know, basically just a Reese's cup. And <laughs> it was. It was. I think uh, their Shoe Nami. Yeah, the Shoe One of their Shoe Nami's was, yeah, yeah, was that. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's a lot of stouts out there, but there's not a lot of Golden Ales or Light Ales or Hefeweizens yes. that uh, tackle, tackle this kind of flavor profile. But, yeah, I... Uh, this one tastes more classic. It does. And I think it's it's just that way heavy Munich malt base. Mm-hmm. It does. It it tastes like a it tastes like a gold nail that has peanut butter in it rather than a peanut butter beer. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this one is doesn't uh even though the it says it has artificial flavors in it and everything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come off as artificial. Correct. Like the last beer. And it just comes off more as a classic beer than something stuck in limbo. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I enjoy this one. As do I. Yeah. Inter- interesting beer. Wish it had a little bit more peanut butter flavor like the previous beers we mentioned. But otherwise, yeah. Well, I think the other thing is with O'Fallon, it, it's, it sort of seems like their, their MO here is, <laughs> MO because they're in Missouri, ah. is... They're they're going for the flavor, but they're not trying to sledgehammer it down. Yeah, I think it's I think it's an attempt at mimicry rather than dumping fucking eight sleeves of nutter butters. Correct in the mash. Correct, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not trying to go overboard. Right. And to be fair, I kind of appreciate that. I appreciate it, especially when it works. Yes, yes, when yeah. it works. Uh, but yeah, because these beers, I could probably have more than one. Of, of all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, again, none of them have been overly sweet. No. Like, even though they're cookie beers, 
they haven't been like, ow, my fucking teeth. Right. <laughs> Which I'm okay with. Yeah. I am A-okay with. Me too. I'm old. Again, we're old. We have sensitive teeth. That's right. <laughs> I got to put my bike, I got to put my ice cream in the microwave for 10 seconds. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit of soup. <laughs> no, I have not reached that point in life yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Well, I'll get there one day. Yeah. <sighs> Would you like to play a game, Steve? Hell yes. Okay. We're going to blatantly rip off a TV show. Oh, no. Yes, it is another iteration of Word. Hooray. Uh, this is blatantly stolen from, pardon the interruption, one of the only good shows on ESPN anymore. We fucking dare you to listen to our show to sue us. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. All right. Come on over. Yeah. Find us if you can. <laughs> I don't know. I talk beer with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they actually want to come on the show, sure, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk Washington, D.C. beer. We'll talk Chicago beer. Yeah, just don't talk the SEC. <laughs> you would be left behind. Or the ACC or any of that shit. I don't know dick about butt for as far as that stuff goes. <laughs> <laughs> All you know is Penn State good this year? Yeah. All right. Good yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. I heard Penn State won again. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't affect my day one way or another. Yeah. yeah okay, okay. <laughs> Doesn't make it worse. <laughs> Heard of Ohio State loss. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> they actually did this previous week. I know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm, I'm on the ball. <laughs> so for the next month, just so you know, uh -huh. if anybody asks you about college football, uh -huh. just say, go Cincinnati. Gotcha. <laughs> That's all you need to worry about. Go Cincinnati. Also, Pitt is doing a thing? They are. They're in the ACC championship game against yeah. Wake Forest, which is not a sentence that has been thought of in the last 10 years <laughs> here we are pit and wake forest <laughs> i don't know who put money down for that championship game back in august with the betters hopefully they made a lot of money i don't even know if that was available <laughs> <laughs> on the board but that's the thing if you th those kind of bets if somebody's willing to take that kind of bet you mm -hmm. make a shit ton of money yeah that's like Back alley bookie stuff. Yeah. Like, I'll just make an entry for you. I don't know, 501. Yeah, 501. Whatever. Sure, why not? I'll take your money, sucker. <laughs> oh, no. My book. <laughs> oh, no. I have to pay. <laughs> oh, why? Uh, but, yes, congratulations to Pitt. They're doing a thing. I know there are several beer drinkers and brewers in the Pittsburgh area that are happy about that. Yeah. Uh, also, on this date of recording, it is 13-9 day. Yeah. If you know, you know. Also, I hate that phrase. I don't. I do. <laughs> I hate it. I don't know half the time. I don't know. So don't, you know, don't brag about knowing stuff that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but yes, let's get back to word. Uh -huh. So I'm going to give you a phrase, uh, and you have to complete the phrase with a word. Don't Can worry. I'll give do. you the, the position of where that word should be. Yes. So we'll start off with an easy one. Beer Twitter's response. So the annual Bourbon County Stout release has been blank. Ignored? By yeah. me? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. I I couldn't have given less of a shit this year. <laughs> like, I didn't give a shit previous years. I couldn't have given less of a shit this year. Same. So, like, anything that came up, I don't, like, I mostly was pretty drunk Friday. Good. Yeah, I know. I saw your Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and the corporate Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty drunk Friday. So I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to the Bourbon County release. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's just an inevitability at this point. And, uh, you know, just get over it. 
<laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bruise and PA was recycling some memes, and it's just like, mm, cares. Like, mm. like it's. I feel like it's beating a dead horse at this point. It kind of is. Yeah. Um, because I, I'll be honest. I'm pretty sure I saw more people that were making posts against the release right. than those that were excited for the release. Yeah. And, and you know the other thing that like kind of bugs me a lot I'm listening. about this is I see a lot of anti-Goose Island posts, mm-hmm. but I know for a fucking fact that there are a shitload of breweries doing their own Black Friday releases. Mm-hmm. And why aren't you just propping those up more? Right. Don't complain without having an alternate solution. Yeah, or just like don't complain at all and just constantly push, mm-hmm. you know, the, the constantly push the thing that you want. Right. To be fair, I, I we'll give some credit to breweries and PA. Yes, they threw out some some maymays, but they also did promote, you know, Pennsylvania oh. Friday releases. Oh, yeah, them for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want them to like think that we're bagging on them. No, they like, they did the right thing. Yeah, I don't like I, I couldn't care less about like the memes that they threw out bagging on it, but they absolutely... 100% are always promoting mm-hmm. and it's just it, I feel bad for them because their fucking Facebook group is just always inundated with people running in with the fucking Bourbon County stout that they bought mm-hmm. and not the fucking local that should have been that's why everybody should just quit Facebook oh well yeah <laughs> quit meta <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it is meta now isn't it don't go in the metaverse <laughs> yeah like how do you not hear that and like cringe and like have your skin crawl? Where it all it is is one step closer to getting to whatever the world was in Ready Player One. Right, but it's gonna be the shittiest version of Ready Player it's One. It's gonna be the movie version rather than the book version, which still wasn't much better. Yeah. And then think about like the people who are gonna be strapping on their Oculuses. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about like I can't just not laugh thinking about people in their mid fifties sitting in their fucking shitty chairs, <laughs> like arguing with each other in the metaverse about fucking vaccines and stuff. And oh, like, stop. <laughs> throw these people down the well. What are we doing? Stop. But you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of pandemic times whenever we were doing the, the podcast mm-hmm. over Zoom. And yeah. I was just sitting in my kitchen by myself. Right. So if anybody walked in, all they heard was a one-sided conversation. Exactly. Of yeah. me just yelling at my computer over nothingness. And then that's what the future is now. I hate the future. Yeah, the future sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> we fucked it up. I don't know how it happened, but future sucks. <laughs> Man, don't know. I didn't. I was picking up trash the whole time. <laughs> I put it in my pocket. I don't know. Put it in the trash can where it belongs. I didn't help. <laughs> Well, all right. I made memes and shit posts, so I didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think maybe the initiative for people uh, in 2022 mm-hmm. should be to promote Black, Fli- Black Friday releases more. Agreed. From locals rather than wasting your breath on the fucking giant conglomerate that's going to be doing it. Right. For, you know, in perpetuity. Sometimes if you ignore it, it'll just go away. Yeah. I, I know I shit posted something <laughs> i'm sure he did <laughs> and so it, it may sound a little hypocritical for me and i know i should have posted something but mm-hmm. like uh, i the year before mm-hmm. when couch was 
still doing their blackout. Yes. I think we were pretty big proponents of that event. Agreed. Rather Agreed. than talking about fucking Goose Island. Mm, just go over here rather than over there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just because, like, they, Couch put out some great fucking stouts that, that year. Mm-hmm. And I miss. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my word was predictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody saw that coming. Right. That there was going to be some some backlash. Yeah. Justified or not. Yeah, it's a lay, it's a layup dunk. It is. <laughs> you can't have a layup dunk. Yeah, Either it's a layup or a dunk. Yeah, you make a layup, you miss, and then somebody dunks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's, it's the world's shittiest alley oop. I synced it. <laughs> so, sounds like a clang if you ask me. Yeah. All right. You ready for the next one? Yes. All right. Your next phrase is Sheets return of its donut beer. Is blank. Um, I don't know. Uh, missable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for those that are not aware, uh, Sheets is a local gas slash convenience store slash uh, hoggery. It is a man. <laughs> when you win the lottery and you don't open a hoggery, yeah, we're gonna have words. I'm for sure gonna open a hoggery. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be called the Hoogery. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. As it should be. But yes, uh, Sheets is a Western Pennsylvania-based Hoogery slash gas station slash whatnotery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they uh, they teamed up with Wicked Weed to do their Oh, is that beer. what this... This one is oh. with... They did it last year. They did it with Wicked Weed last year. Maybe that's why I just... It, I it, just you didn't it care? Right. Yeah. Because I know not... not not the last donut hole one, but the last beer they did mm. was with Platform. Right. So it seems like, I guess, they're just exclusively pairing with AB InBev Apparently, now. which I, I find greatly disappointing. Yeah. And that's the bummer of it all. Because, for again, for the people who don't know Western Pennsylvania or Pennsylvania culture in general, mm. there is a war. There is a culture war. <laughs> 100%. Between Sheets, which is our side of the state, mm. versus Wawa. Yes, then the eastern part of the, part of yeah. the state. Wawa is the eastern part of the state, and then they fight a little bit in the middle. And, and Gecko gets the scraps. Yeah, Gecko gets the scraps <laughs> of Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. I mean, they do have better hoogies. They're <sighs> they they're do. Italian. They're Italian hoogies. Bomb. But um, yeah. So the thing is, I always appreciated Wawa more, mm-hmm. even though I haven't had any of the actual collaborations. But they've always pretty much always stuck with 2SP. Right, which is a Pennsylvania-based brewery. Right. Yeah, they're a Pennsylvania-based brewery, and they usually, especially do it around holiday time, they they do a Black Friday release, actually, I think, mm-hmm. of uh, coffee stout, and then they have variants of that coffee stout. Sheets uh, seems to have no fucking loyalty. <laughs> no, and I find that somewhat disappointing. Yeah. Uh, because... There's so many good breweries, and it doesn't even... Ha- you know what? That would be a good way to kind of tie in the east end of the state to kind of draw people in. Mm-hmm. You know, grab somebody like, I don't know, Tired Hands. Free will imprint. Free will. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Grab somebody who's out there. I mean, like, sure, that's not... You're going to... You're not going to win fans again in Pittsburgh, but if you're going to... If you want to win the war, then you got to fight it on the front. That's right. <laughs> you know, you don't have to fight it at home. You got to fight it out on the front. But... They're not doing either. Like, they used to pair with some Pennsylvania breweries mm-hmm. early on. Now, the one caveat to that is Sheets does have locations in North Carolina. And Maryland and other Ohio, other places. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you know, with Wicked Weed, 
originally was based in North Carolina. Obviously, yeah. it's under the ABM Bev umbrella. Right. So I could see the thought process behind that, but, mm-hmm. but bring it home, boys and girls. Bring it home. Yeah. At least just do a different release. Do two releases. Yeah. Do one with your big corporate master, and then do one with the fucking little guy. Yeah. Home in Pittsburgh. Give us, give us something that we can be proud of. That is a very well put. Yeah, because the because the other the other side of this is the sheets beers that I've had have not been very good. Mm-hmm. They made like a hot dog IPA, yeah. which is just gimmicky. It is. I think it they is. threw probably like a pack of hot dogs in a fucking seven mm. gallon or seven barrel fucking right. whatever. When you make a hot dog beer, you're not looking to win awards. Right. You're you're looking to be silly, mm-hmm. but they're they're yeah they're just they're not impressive and. They often have like very strong artificial flavors in them. Mm-hmm. It just, I, yeah, I, I have not loved any of them. In fairness, they're cheap. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> they're, they're 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 cheaper than kind of like a lot of craft. I think you can get this holidays is what it is. I think you can get a four pack or a six pack for seven bucks. Uh, seven ninety nine. Yeah. So it'll get you drunk. Yeah, it's fucking. It's it's cheap fucking sweet artificial beer. It is. Brewed by AB and Bev. Uh, That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, missable for me because I just, I I've just spaced out on this on these collabs. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't tickle my fancy. Yeah. I, I my word would was forgettable. Mm-hmm. Same basic thought process. Yeah. You know, it's a blurb in the news. Nobody's going to be talking about it. Yeah. We we say all this sheets with love. We do because we we hope and expect better from you. Yeah, we want you to do better for for Pittsburgh and for just your brand in general. Yes, you know we we believe in you. I love your meatball subs, <laughs> and I love your Wisconsin cheese bites, and we both love your pretzels. Yeah, yeah, the jalapeno cheese filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. So, so good. we just want better for you, and we want to be proud of your brand. If you want to make me a happy boy. Just get me a jalapeno cheese pretzel and mm-hmm. a large order Wisconsin cheese bites yeah. to my door and then leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't talk to me. Yeah, for at least half an hour. <laughs> I'll be happy. I will be happy with that combination. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is the business. Yeah. That is the business. On the plus side, mm-hmm. I will still say that Sheets' line of sodas. I haven't gotten into it. They're kind of fun. Okay. And I feel like they could do like a sour series. Man, if only there was a brewery in Pittsburgh yeah, I know. <laughs> that knew how to do that sort of thing. <laughs> that knew how to do candy soda sours? Yeah. I don't know where you could find such an outfit. Who fucking knows? Man. <laughs> First, search high and low. <laughs> you know, the one thing is I don't think they can handle the fucking Probably volume. not. <laughs> Probably not. Can't do the volume. <laughs> oh, my but goodness. fun thought. <laughs> Man, just got to start for your ABCs. Yeah. But yeah, it is nice that Sheets has found a way to replace Fago. Yes, that is a very good point. <laughs> they can they they can cur they can curb your Fago cravings. <laughs> yes. So. Are you ready for your next one? Yeah. It's blank that Esquire magazine recommends only drinking the first half of your beer. Laughable. It is. <laughs> the hell does that even mean <laughs> so there was a there was a an opinion piece written for esquire yeah uh, about a week ago and they basically stated that 
the entire reason that you drink your beer is for the first half of the beer. Uh-huh. And that the second half is useless. Uh, because it is it is too subjected to outside forces such as time and heat and distractions and things like that. So that the second half is not nearly as enjoyable as the first half. It sounds like they're drinking shitty beer. So only drink the first half. It sounds like they're drinking fucking shitty beer. Kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. If you're if you're allowing your beer one, it also sounds like they don't drink. Because mm-hmm. if you're letting your beer sit so long that it becomes displeasurable in how warm it is, it's too long. It is. <laughs> any any beer that prides itself on its coldness, yeah. Says it all right there because yeah. cold beer has less flavor. Right. Cold beer is not trying to be distinguished by its flavor. It's trying to get it in your body as fast <laughs> as possible. It wants to be inside of you. It doesn't want to sit out. That's right. That's why those mountains are blue. Right. Uh, the flip side to this is something we talked about last week on Style's Giving. Mm-hmm. Is that that utopia's barrel age? Yes. Serve that motherfucker at 32 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> And by the time it gets up to 55, you'll have a full range of flavor. Yes, it will change. Yeah, it will change. Like, all beer does change as it warms up. Mm -hmm. But, like, you want, like, better beers change for the better. Yes. Like, they open up, they become, you know, not, it's not a style I love, but (laughs) farmhouse ales also are the same way. They open up, they become more floral, they become more herbaceous. Yes. Like yes, if the good, the good, well-made beers will become more flavorful. Mm-hmm. Esquire doesn't know their ass from a hole in the ground. I, I, I'm hoping <laughs> uh, that that entire article was satire. <laughs> it wasn't. I hope it was though. I hope it was tried to be made tongue in cheek for a joke that I didn't understand. I hope that I'm too dumb to understand <laughs> the joke. <laughs> No, the joke is that, like Forbes, those magazines will print anything for clicks. That's true. So. That is true. <laughs> and that is a bit clickbaity, kind of like Barstool putting out Home Alone 3 is the top 10 Christmas mu- movie of all time. Right. That drew everybody in. Yeah. It worked perfectly. Yeah. you Perfectly. You, you fell hook, line, and sinker for getting mad. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there is no real journalism anymore because people won't pay for it. Right. With the exception of, like, there is, like, a website that is specifically for paying journalists. I forget the fucking name of it, but... Reuters? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they're, they're, you ba- essentially sign up for newsletters or whatever. You sign up for... Articles. Articles like investigative journalism. Right. See, there is not nearly enough of that anymore. Yeah, but there is a website specifically for that. Oh, okay. So you pay directly to the journalist. That would be nice. The I guess probably the downside to that is like they don't have an editor and they maybe aren't as restrained as they would be if mm-hmm. they were working for a paper or an entity. Right. Ups and downs on both. The other side, but the big problem is, is you have fucking Esquire and Forbes and all these other, like even the Wall Street Journal, I've seen print some fucking goof ass shit, mm-hmm. and it's like they're they're giving up all of their dignity and uh, what what would you call it, uh, presence, integrity, uh, yeah, integrity. Mm-hmm. They're giving all that up to print fucking hate articles because that's the only thing people pay attention to anymore. Right. Again, if it's not turned up to eleven. No one's going to pay attention. Exactly. 
and it's frustrating. Yeah. Why we need to reset back to 2014. <laughs> Turn the internet off. You know what? I think we need to start that campaign. For for like a week. For like some people, though. Not me. Not Why you. are you so special? Not me, not you. But I think I think we can identify the people who don't need the internet anymore. I, you know what? I, I think <laughs> I think we should do that of just give it a week. No internet. People over 60, no more internet for you. <laughs> Trust me, there's plenty of people under 60 that need that too. I know, but I'm just saying plenty. I'm saying it's a good it's a good start. It just like it is goes it is. off for you. <laughs> Turning this off. So it's kind of like with vaccines, you start with the most vulnerable. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like that joke. <laughs> I like it. That was a really good one. <laughs> they're, the, they're the most vulnerable to the internet taking advantage of them. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't feel good about that. It's a good one. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, just Esquire, uh, whether it was tongue in cheek or not, it's mm. still just a stupid, like whoever, if, if it was written seriously, it's a dumb fucking article and you're wrong. I, I guess it, if it was supposed to be a serious article, it was bad. Right. If it was supposed to be a satirical article and supposed to be tongue-in-cheek and kind of funny, it was also bad because I didn't get that impression. Because <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't read it, so I can't weigh in one way or the other. I mean, it's an opinion piece. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, there's no, you know, data behind it or anything like right. that. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's not peer-reviewed. It also just sounds jerk-offy because, like, oh, that's, little bit. That, that's wasteful. Also, don't feed your dog beer. That yeah. was mentioned in the article. If you had to get rid of the second half of your beer, feed it to your dog, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. You can make your dog sick and kill it. Yeah. But I have to read this article now. <laughs> I, I think I have it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you after we're done recording. Yeah, I think I have to read it now just to check the tongue-in-cheekness of it. Yeah. I, <sighs> I didn't love it. <laughs> it's not, it sounds dumb overall. It, just, it does. Yeah. It does. But again, I'm pretty sure it was for driving clicks to get, you know, people like us all riled up. Yeah, well, you sort of done it. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Because other people are gonna go find it and right. read it. Like, what in the hell are they talking about? Yeah. Click, 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 click. <laughs> in seriously, in seriousness though, mm. don't drink beer that needs like to be downed that quickly. Correct. Unless you are binge drinking. I mean, I don't support your binge drinking, but... No, that is not what we're about on this show. Yeah. <laughs> we're about enjoying nice beers with meals or as desserts. That's, yes. that's our thing. We're not trying to promote binge drinking or irresponsible drinking or getting blackout and blotto. But if, you know, you're drinking that kind of, you know, Bud Light, Miller Light, you flush it down real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't let it sit out. No. <laughs> get it down the hatch. Yeah. I get, guess. Yeah, get it down the hatch and move on to something else. Another one. Or drink Sadie's. Man, I don't know if I could hammer down a bunch of ciders. Uh, maybe, maybe not, but I just feel like ciders actually don't change that much as they get warm. A warm cider is fine. So, but there there is a certain range where... Like it's tepid cider is yeah. not good. No, I've, 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 I'm okay with tepid cider. I see. I, I like either a cold cider or I like a warm cider mm. that has been specifically warm. Right, right, right. You know, like on a f crisp fall day. I like full range. 
Third, and, that, and that's okay. That's your right as an as an American. Yeah, thirty to fucking ninety five. Nope, nope. There is a break for me. There is a break probably between sixty and eighty five. Yeah, I like I like a room temperature cider. Nope, I, I I prefer it warmed up. I don't know shit about Europe, but I feel like they serve warm temperature room temperature cider. Probably, probably. I don't know shit about Europe. I don't know. Do they even have apples over there? Yeah, yeah. Some. <laughs> They're not like good ones, but. Jeez. <laughs> They're always supplementing with pears. Oh, that's why it's all apples and pears. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel good about that one either. Uh-huh. It's okay. All right. That, those are the only three that I had. Okay, yeah. I, the, felt, I thought that, that fueled some good conversation. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And, you know, just catching people up with things going on. And mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the Sheets beer, it wasn't quite enough to uh, put in as a news note neat. Nah. But it was worthy of a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's worth talking about as far as just what, you know, what we think. You, If you disagree, feel free to email us or whatever. HopNationUSA at gmail.com. And as Sheets, if you want to, you know, consult <laughs> of what you should be doing. We'll set you up. And who you should be working with. You know what? You know who would be a great entity for them to fucking work with? Who? Full Pint. Yeah. Because they have the capacity. Yes, they do. a mug. (laughs) And they have Bobby Nacho. Yeah, and they have Bobby Nacho. Like, I mean, yeah, the brewers there are good as well. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, just like full pint. If that's the thing that's always holding them back from working with Pittsburgh breweries. We've got that taken care of. Then, yeah, full pint has your capacity covered. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I don't know. Sheets, look into it. Stop being dickheads. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure you can see a Sheets from their brewery. Yeah. So... (laughs) I'm pretty sure Bobby Nacho likes sheets too. So <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard him say bad things about it. So. Nor have I. Yeah. Uh, but to be honest, I don't know that I've seeked that information out from him. Yeah. Bobby Nacho, do you like sheets? Let us know. <laughs> Hit us up on the Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing at sheets? <laughs> That's a good question. We'll make it a Twitter poll. Yeah. <laughs> what does Bobby Nacho like from sheets? <laughs> yeah. Hyperlocal. Hyperlocal <laughs> conversation. Yeah. We apologize to anybody that is outside of the Pittsburgh area. Ah, you know, it's good for them because then it gets them interested. They're like, who's Mm -hmm. this Bobby Nacho? What's this full pint beer? Full pint sounds like a real recognizable name. Because it is. Right. (laughs) Make good beers. Yeah, make good beers. So, yeah. Speaking of good beers. Yes. What do you think of this peanut butter beer? I enjoyed it. So did I. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was good as well. Um, You know, again... This it seems now that we've drank three of the four variety pack, mm-hmm. it seems like all of these went more for mimicry rather than dumping a bunch of fucking cookies in the mash, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with, and that also reinforces my decision to not bring that uh, Oreo mimic. It yeah, probably would not have held up, right? Because it would have been an Oreo mimic, mm-hmm. not not a fucking double dunk, or right? A, or a dunked or a <laughs> or Oreo Oreo speedwagon, speed yeah. <laughs> Agreed. And yeah, I I liked these beers. I like this peanut butter beer. And this is a gold nail, correct? Yep. Which that makes sense. That gold, sounds about right. Yeah. Gold nail, five, five percent. IBUs don't matter. Yeah. None of the IBUs mattered on these beers. No. <laughs> and I and I like having a show where the cumulative IBUs of the beers <laughs> is less than what you would have on one beer on other episodes. Yeah, I think we remained. Under 40. I think so. I think so, because there's one that's 15. There's one that's 17. So that's... You got room. That's 32. 
Mm, no, mm. we're we're over forty. We're but we're under fifty. We're under fifty. So. And, and with IPAs, anything you know, fifty and above, then you're starting to play a little bit. <laughs> Hell yeah! So yeah, I uh, I appreciate that. No, uh, good beers, O'Fallon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna kick them off the table. Nope. So, so I guess we should rank them. Yeah, we'll get rankings real quick. Okay. I don't think I don't. Well, we'll see who comes in gold for, okay. for you. But uh, yeah, for me, bronze is obvious. It's going to be the vanilla wafer cream ale. Mm-hmm. It just, it didn't, I don't know, it, it, it got stuck in itself because it wasn't enough of a cream ale, but also because they went that mimicry route mm-hmm. rather than jacking it up to 11. Right. It just came off more artificial and the vanilla flavor just really wasn't there. And if you're really only relying on vanilla flavor, that's a lot too. Mm. That, that, I mean, that's a lot to rest on. Agreed. So, Agreed. Yeah, there, uh, we already mentioned how there's other better beers out there about that. So yeah, it just yeah, it just didn't work out for me. Uh, but it, it's still drinkable. There's nothing wrong with it. It, it feels, I don't know. Feels kind of like one of the better home brews that you could drink. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I get what you're saying on that. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it's like a third year home brew. <laughs> it sounds very dickish when I. It say, really does when I say that, but yeah, it's yeah, it's all right. It's fine. It's drinkable. Silver though, I'm gonna give to the peanut butter. Hmm. Uh, because this episode is a cookie. It's cookies. You know, we're talking cookies. We are. And this didn't exactly taste like any cookie per se. <laughs> it tastes really good. I really, I really enjoy it, mm-hmm. and that's and this is why it's the only thing that's determining what's silver and what's gold. Fair. It's a, it's a really drinkable beer. It's really enjoyable, and th- you know the nuttiness on it is leans even a little more savory than sweet. Okay. So, yeah, it's 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 a nice nutty beer, and I'm sure it pairs well with a nutty butter. Nutty, nutty buddy, nutter butter, nutter butter, whatever. They're on strike. I can't buy them. <laughs> are they really? Nod. Oh, all right. They were. I don't know if they still are. Nabis- oh. Yeah, Nabisco was on strike. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Kellogg is currently on. Strike. I, knew, I knew Kellogg was. Yeah. John Deere's back. Yeah, John Deere's settled. Still won't buy from him. <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a conversation off mic. This is a Husqvarna house. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be Cub Cadet. It's the only other American-made farm tra- or uh, lawn tractor out there. Okay. Not relevant to the conversation. Not really, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, Nutter Butter or even you know like a Reese's Cup or it, like it'll pair with that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also think you could pair it with dinner too because mm-hmm. the beer the beer simply isn't overpoweringly sweet enough mm-hmm. to like ruin your dinner in any way. So yeah, pretty drinkable beer. I enjoyed it. But it just doesn't really taste like a cookie. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. Um, so that means gold goes to that dad's oatmeal stout. Mm-hmm. That's a it's a really good. It's a good stout, but again, not overly sweet. But it has those surprising notes of cinnamon and raisin mm-hmm. that you don't find too too often in beers in general. So yeah, I I really enjoy that beer, and I would probably drink like two or three. Mm-hmm. Like as a as a prime the engine before you fucking get into something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, uh, it's actually going to be exactly the same. Uh, okay. The uh, yeah, that vanilla cream ale, or vanilla wafer cream ale. I apologize. Oh. Uh, you already hit it all. Uh, it it was both things and neither at the same time. <laughs> uh, it was it was fine. 
I didn't hate it. None of these beers were hateable. Um, but this one just kind of lagged behind the other ones. Uh, the peanut butter beer was good. Uh, you, you had mentioned in terms of pairings and things like that. The one thing that I would like to try this with is the peanut butter burger down at the beer hive. Ooh, dude, yeah. Yeah. I think that would go really well with a peanut butter burger. Yeah. Also, I need to go get a peanut butter burger. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good. I think that would work quite well. Even just uh, even just like a uh, like a, a real bacon heavy cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but in the gold medal position, I'm going to go with that uh, oatmeal cream cream stout. Yeah. Uh, that one, I, and the reason I'm putting it there is because I found that to be the most surprising of yeah. the three. Uh, I honestly thought that one was going to be a clunker. Same. It that's was why not. We, that's why we did it first. <laughs> it, it was it was the most boringest, right? As far as advertising goes, because it was it, even the label is like an old fashioned cookie, mm-hmm. right? Shop, and it's it looks like just a regular run of the mill oatmeal stout, and it was not. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it it was by far the most surprising of the three. Peanut butter, we know what you're getting. Yeah, vanilla wafer, you know what you're getting. This one. Okay, all right. It's a little bit different than I expected, especially because in, in, in my pea brain, oatmeal stout is an oatmeal stout. Right. And this was more. Yeah. You know, so for that, let's go in the gold medal position. Yeah. Sounds think, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to rank these people. Look, <laughs> we, that's the list. Yeah. We, we know a lot of the times, you know, beer is subjective, but not in this case. <laughs> Sorry. And, and if you disagree, well, that, that's, that's your problem. That's too bad. <laughs> Email us about it. HopNationUSA at gmail.com. And if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search HopNationUSA and they'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the HopNationUSA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean. We're on that Pandora now. And we're on everything else that starts in pod and ends in cast. So if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because... We are a six hot dogs for a dollar show where they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than there not being a proper pretzel beer. Shit, you're right. From Sheets. Damn it. O'Fallon does do it. They do. They make a good one. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. Had it before. We'll drink it again. Yeah. But damn it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> this ruins my night. <laughs> that's why I said it was a big crime. <laughs> it's a big crime. But uh, y'all, that's that. Next week, we'll be back with something else. I believe we're going to do our Christmas shopping guide. Yes. For all you late coming la- <laughs> lazy. Shut up. <laughs> The Zon's got two day shipping. That's right. I'm starting it. I'm calling it the Zon. The Zon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Adam re- revolutionizes <laughs> and stays up with the kids and shifts paradigms. That's right. <laughs> Get your shit on the Zon. <laughs> got that Zon. <laughs> got that Zon Prime. <laughs> Holy shit. Zon Prime sounds like a fucking SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> I'm going to go take care of that right now. <laughs> Zon Prime. <laughs> Zon Prime. Uh, yeah, but we'll be back with that next week, doing some holiday stuff, and we'll have holiday stuff in the future, and uh, hopefully looking to get on a bunch of guests and just check in with people. It's true. And uh, yeah, that's how we'll close out 2022. Nope, 21. Chid. Yeah. <sighs>
Man, I'm trying to jump ahead. <laughs> you know what? All these years just blend together now. Yeah. It's all just garbage. Here's the thing. I'm I listening. Heard, I heard that shit happens when you get old, right? Yeah. But then we had this fucking thing going on. Yeah, heard of it. So I don't know which one. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. I think it's both. Both. Both of them. Both it's country them. talk. Damn it. <laughs> I think I, I, I think it's more of this thing than the getting old thing. Maybe. Cause I mean, it it got accelerated hard. Yeah, I think I think it's wasn't supposed to hit us till we were forty five. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah. Dang it, <laughs> <laughs> dang it, got us. I didn't have time to buy my Corvette and white New Balance shoes. That's right. Dang, it got us. Let alone the gold chains and a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, let's get in the Tommy Bahama. Yes, let's get some Tommy Bahamas going. Let's go hang out at Hooters <laughs> after nine. <laughs> Or, or before two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to go to bed. If we're gonna be there by two. Yeah. All right. We'll be there next week. Not Hooters here. Right here. Which oh. is not Hooters. On the Hop Nation USA. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. ugly people in Franklin.